you can get one that looks exactly the same for fifteen dollars. It won't be as nice, right? It won't be as quality, but it will look the same. Yeah. That's my thing. Like I just I don't have any patience for brand name, super high quality anything, because someone's done it for just as almost as good for like ninety percent cheaper. This is my philosophy on a lot of things. Yeah, that works for a lot of things, but there's a lot of things that like you can't buy a graphics card that's just as powerful for ninety percent less. Right? True. There are some things that you have to get the legit thing and only performs that way if you pay the cash for it. But for most things, that's not really the case. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody should make like super off brand video cards. Oh, you can buy five dollar video cards on like wish.com. Well, but I need them to also function at closer to like 90% of the real thing rather than 10%. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, SLI is getting really good. You can probably just like get 10 or 12 of them and just like bundle them. Sure. Then the, then the price point starts to be a problem. But, well, mm -hmm. no. If you buy 10 at $5, that's only $50. Is that that's still not close enough in performance though i don't think probably not but <laughs> if you were like using it for something like a smart mirror like a little custom diy build that would work because you know, well true raspberry pi is probably better for that still oh that's a good point i forgot about raspberry pi somebody actually had the theory that blink who's our other mod in discord one of our other mods in discord is actually he just installed discord on like a raspberry pi is kind of like an experiment <laughs> <laughs> and just leaves it running all the time and doesn't use it for anything. I don't know. I kind of like it. The fact that he wasn't like using an app player or something right now, I was almost certain I know who Blank was. <gasps> uh, you had a theory? I had a theory Ooh. because to test some of like the functionality of Discord, I made a character called Blank. I made an account and I just installed it on my phone and started doing stuff. Oh. But given that this character is doing things and coming on and offline and I uninstalled Blank, uh, from my farm, you know, six months ago? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not the case. Okay. I mm, That would have been nice. That would have been a good little answer to our question, but nope. I just, one day he's going to show up. He will, he will return. Blank will come back and he will ban everyone. <laughs> and I'll have to go through and unban everybody. And it's going to suck, but it'll be funny when it does. Oh yeah, it'll be hilarious. Yep. <laughs> it'll go down in the annals of Discord history for all time. Remember that time Blank came back and just wrecked everyone? No. He'd been a mod for two years at that point. <laughs> we thought <laughs> the we could longest trust him. con of all time. Yeah, exactly. He'd built up all this trust from not banning anybody. <laughs> uh, I love. I just the religion of blank is one of the things that brings me joy in my life. I like preaching the religion of blank. He will return. There are so many parallels. Mm. Ah, all right. So it's a BlizzCon episode. That's all. Was BlizzCon on recently? Oh, I, d I didn't. It notice. certainly was. I even knew people who took time off work so they could get every bit of BlizzCon they ever wanted. Really? Sounds like a good idea. Not me, obviously. You don't work when BlizzCon's airing, right? Uh, not not usually. Some of it. Because isn't it on, like, Saturday, Sunday? Or is it, like, Friday, Saturday? It's, like, Friday, Saturday. Okay, well, some of it, then. You've taken a Friday off. Are you posting memes in Discord while we're doing a podcast? What is happening? <laughs> uh, no, that's just on delay. So I didn't know it. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. You did that 10 minutes ago. <laughs> now it showed up. I am sure. You're trying to hide sand links from me who's punning in here. I'm about to wreck him real, real good. You going to wreck him with a good pun? Yeah. No. Uh. Dang it. No. For those of you who aren't in the Discord, I have basically banished all of the punnery to the shameful puns channel. Mm. 
because it was getting out of hand. There are too many people who are just way too into puns. We'd get pun chains that went on for days, and I was like, all right, enough of this. That's exaggerating. No pun chain in this Discord has ever gone on for more than like 10 minutes at most. Way too much. 10 minutes of pun chaining is ridiculously stupid. (sighs) So anyway... Uh, so some people like to test me. Some people to be like to be like a falcon can't really hate puns that much. I'm gonna go ahead and push these boundaries a little bit. Oh ho ho! You would be wrong. The problem is you can't just be like, hey, all puns go here because puns have to be natural in conversation, and you can't just switch to a different channel and say something out of the blue and have it be as good. I don't know. It doesn't work. So the rule is you can do one pun response to something, and then if you'd like to continue that chain, move it to the other channel. Yeah, and that's like that's what you can see what we did. Uh, I had a response, then he had a response, and then I had a response. There's one response to something. <laughs> I will ban everyone. I'll do it. Don't push me on this. I don't have many hard and fast rules, but no ridiculous punnery in my Discord server is one of them. <sighs> All right, enough of that. BlizzCon. BlizzCon. So BlizzCon happened. A lot of stuff happened. We need to get through this list because there are many, many things that we're going to talk about, and I think some of it's going to be fairly in-depth. Probably. So the first thing I want to talk about, because it makes me really happy, is Serol. <sighs> Serol. Well, hang on. Let's just talk about it in the context of StarCraft, not in the context of our back. Okay. Serol. Serol. First foreigner of all time to win a major like world championship StarCraft title ever. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, dude. Yep. History has been made, people. We have a it has. I didn't think I'd, I honestly didn't think I'd ever see it. The Korean stranglehold on this game was so complete and still is to some extent. There were two foreigners in the top 16. No, top eight. Top eight, right. Two foreigners in the top eight. Like six of the top eight are from one country, Korea. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty solid stranglehold. Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, but then Serral came around and said, I'm going to win every single major WCS event throughout the year, which Koreans are not allowed to compete in. So that's kind of, there's an asterisk there. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking, he's really good, mind you, but he's not competing against the best of the best in these events. I am. Um, did he win that? Uh, that wasn't a WCS official event, was it? Pyongyang? That Katowice. was Scarlet. Katowice. Oh, Katowice. Yeah. That, that was, uh, I thought he did. Did he not? He, no, Rogue did. Okay, never mind. So that wasn't a WCS region locked event? No, no, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if it was which region it counted for because it did give WCS points. But if Rogue was there, it wasn't region locked because he's Korean. Right, but Rogue beat Classic, who beat Serral. Yeah. Which region did the points go is my, my question now. Yeah, that's weird. Because yeah, there were players, all, I mean, Trap was here, Deer, Classic, TY, Rogue, Maru, and Solar, and SOS, and Hurricane. Like, mm-hmm. this was effectively a Korean tournament. Mm-hmm. It just, for some reason, uh, also had Serral. Yeah. Maybe he qualified for... I I mean, there, there was group stages really... with, like, Neeb and Nurchio, Elisa, Hero Marine. Yeah. So, Serral's the only foreigner to qualify for the top... Uh, 16. 16, yep. Well, not even that, because his buys. So, he got a buy. Like, he was one of the top seeds yeah hmm so he competed yeah anyway in the events wherein he competed only against other foreigners he kicked everyone's butt yes and as a result people are like wow he's really really good but look what he did in katavice he didn't win that mm-hmm. how will he stack up against players like maru and rogue and ty and stuff mm-hmm. and there were a lot of questions when he showed up at blizzcon yeah um 
I mean, when I put my bet on Serral to go further than Maru in that top eight, I didn't think it was anywhere near anything close to a slam dunk. I thought there was a really good chance either one of those things would happen, mm-hmm. uh, whether Maru would get further or Serral would. Serral could have lost easily in any of the early rounds. He was going against some of the world's best elite StarCraft players, mm-hmm. and he just managed to get there. Yeah, he got there by the skin of his teeth. Yeah, 3 owing dark. <laughs> And then three one right. rogue, the previous world champion. Yeah, he barely got there. Oof. He dropped two maps against stats. Yeah. He dropped three maps in the entirety of the global finals. <laughs> <laughs> he was really, really good. <laughs> he was so good. I, yeah. yeah, and I just I still don't know how this happened. I know I tell this story a lot, but I was casting Serral games when I first started my channel. He was fine. Mm. He was really good with Ling pressure, but he wasn't that great in, as a late game Zerg player. Dropped games all the time to people like Euthermal and like uh, Snoot and just random Europeans who are very good. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't anywhere near this level. And then, pff, I don't know, he just went up another power level. I don't know if his training regimen changed. I don't know if he started taking like medication or something, but he is just... So good at decision-making, at scouting, at compositional choices, at being patient, at defending against harassment. Everything is just so technically amazing. Mm. Yeah, definitely gone Super Saiyan. Yeah, I think that's a fair way to put it. And just in watching him against these players and watching him against Rogue, watching him uh, against Dark, especially in these ZVZs that can just really turn on a one Baneling hit, right? Mm. Just the way he's able to avoid that one Baneling hit, continually scout. He's got Overseers running around the entire map the whole time, dealing with Mass Mutalisk in one of the games versus Rogue fairly well. Mm -hmm. I mean, he just knows what you're doing the whole time. He sees everything you try to do coming at him for the most part, and then he's just patient enough to not run his Zerg force into a better better compositional Protoss force Mm -hmm. and lose it. Yep. Which is something that players who are at his level can sometimes do. So mm-hmm. I just, it's just, it's an amazing, amazing thing. Obviously, for the first foreigner to win uh, BlizzCon at all is incredible. But just the way that he did it too, mm. ridiculously incredible. Yep. There's no way. To, yep. Like there's, there's nothing else, like that says it all. It, it, like I can go into how I, I, maybe I think the swarm hosts were a mistake because I don't like them. But even like, he, he won two games with them. So I can't complain that much because yeah. it clearly worked. Yep. And he lost a couple of games where he went them. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like Swarmhost were the answer versus Protoss, but he won enough mm. with them. And yeah. that was it. So And then that last game, you went to like Broodlords pretty quick, I thought. You kind of have to. There are certain compositions against Protoss where you kind of have to go Broodlord. Once they get into that like Archon, Immortal, Zealot, High Templar, mm. Carrier thing, it's like... If you don't have Broodlords, there's not really much else you can do right. in that situation, I don't think. But he had Broodlords out before Stats had a Fleet Beacon. Yeah, yeah. he really rushed for Broods, yeah. and it worked. It was a risk. Mm-hmm. I think it, he rushed for it, and he could have gotten punished for it if Stats had shown up with a timing attack that he didn't see coming. Or even if he did see it coming, he was rushing Broodlords. I don't think he would have been <laughs> able to respond all that well, but I think maybe Stats was on his heels so much, he just didn't have it with him to scout that and push it, even if he'd seen it coming. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'm going off memory here, but it looked like Stats even, I don't know, Stats, Serral kept the Broodlords hidden for a while. Like, he rushed them, but he didn't move them out because they're slow. If you, like, push them yes. out to try and, like, take a base, they're going to be there for, like, the next six minutes before you can get them back to creep. 
and defend them easily. Yep. Yeah, and it gives your opponent a lot of time to get up a ton of Tempests. Mm. So if you rush Broodlords, and then you can't use them for a little while, like, you're just cutting off part of your own supply. Like, you're lowering your effective supply limit, because you can't use these effectively yet. Which made it even more impressive that he did it, didn't get punished for it, and then won with it. Yeah, it's going to be... Uh, it just works out, man. Mm. Sometimes sometimes you got to take risks to win it all, and he did, and it worked out. Yep. What I like about StarCraft, I think, the most is that it's a 1v1 sport. A lot of the sports that I like are team players, are teams. A lot of the other esports out there are teams. Mm -hmm. And I just like the fact that one person rises or falls based on their own abilities. Nobody can say, my heals were crap. Nobody can say, the guy pushing mid sucked. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. It's you and you alone on a stage by yourself. If you screw it up, you can't shift the blame anywhere else. You have to own it. That's so much pressure. Yeah. Nobody's top decking lethal here. Yeah, and the RNG aspect is non-existent. Mm. There is no RNG in StarCraft, period. Mm. So you can't even blame that. Good point. So I love Serral. I think he's a bit of a robot, I think. <laughs> um, there were some tears in his eyes when he won, but he wasn't like exuberantly celebrating or anything. No. Uh, he's just an introvert. I get that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of introvert in me as well. So I understand that. But it's just, uh, you can just see someone who worked so hard for this and believed he could do it, and then it came to fruition. Absolutely incredible. I think those photos that... Uh clearly very professional photographers took when like he's holding like the trophy and the confetti's going everywhere those are some yeah. great photos measuring out my walls see if i can get a giant canvas printed up of it <laughs> i don't think i've seen these where did these get posted i'll reddit twitter i'll see if i can find you some oh i was on reddit all weekend i didn't see anybody I mean, post them i don't know how you would have missed these either i'm i, I think they're better than <laughs> you do or you're just like yeah <laughs> I might have seen them and just been like, I don't care. It's very possible. I really don't care about that kind of stuff for the most part. But if it's really that good. Well, I, hmm, good is subjective. If it's so good that a Terran main is going to print them out and put them on his wall. Foreigner first, Terran second. Right? Fair. These are some of the like, kinds of photos, but not the ones I'm thinking of specifically. Gotcha. So, I mean, just look. He's just like straight mouthing it. <laughs> there is nothing going on on that face. Yeah, but he, I mean, he did make, um, well, he didn't really make a joke, but... Uh, he was like, the, this trophy is the one that's been missing from my collection. And so people have been uh, general grievousing him. Where he's like, this will make a fine addition. <laughs> that's awesome. General Grievous is a good meme. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, just look at this. Those eyes, you cannot look at that. If you took that face in isolation and put it like on another subreddit, and it's like, what has this person just done? And it's like, gone to the DMV, <laughs> had cup of noodle for lunch won a world championship in StarCraft. Like, nobody would choose the last one. Um, probably right. <laughs> probably not. Unless they had seen StarCraft. Well, yeah, but that's cheating. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure we could find something and do this experiment if we wanted to. But I don't think anybody would choose. My point is, nobody would say, this guy just won. <laughs> no, no, they wouldn't. World championship. Won $200,000 plus. Not those photos, but there is a photo that I'm looking for. <laughs> okay, there's a better one? Is he smiling? Sort of. Okay. Sort of means no, but... We're not talking about sort of. We're talking about Cyril. Oh. Hey! <laughs> uh, that's a Somicron joke right there. Yeah, this one, one. This one. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. There's some emotion there. Yeah, he looks drained, See, but I don't blame him yes. for that. Yes, and that's this is what I'm talking about. This is the emotion that he showed. It wasn't exuberance. It wasn't being thrilled. It was relief. <laughs> like holy crap, I did this thing. There's nothing left. I gave everything to this and achieved my goal. Yeah. Yeah. And then to cap it off, 
as they're ending the broadcast, they're showing him signing autographs for fans. And number one, like, what? <laughs> like, the ball sports that I watch when a team or somebody wins a championship, they don't immediately start signing autographs for seven hours for their fans. Like, I appreciate that, that Cyril took the time to do that. But man, like, wait till the next day. You don't have to do that now. Well, but there is no next day of BlizzCon, isn't there? It's a Friday, Saturday thing. He might not well, be there people for People want his autograph, they can stick around. I don't know. Maybe later that day. Give him a couple hours to, like, decompress, celebrate a little bit. Yeah. Take a nap. I'm just glad they didn't give him a bottle of champagne. Yes, thank goodness. When they tried that in the past, it never works. Uh, it's always awful. It's always awkward. But hey, I mean... like. Okay, so he finishes his game, he goes out, picks up the trophy, right? Does his little interview yeah. with Smix, right? Yes. And uh-huh. and then he's done. That's it. If he wants to stand around yep. and be a champ and signing autographs, it's great. Let him. Yeah. What a legend. Yes, and I do appreciate it. I mean, sure, might as well. Okay, now, that's not the reason I brought that up, <laughs> I, though. So I know. He did that, and it's great. But so, so he's signing autographs for people, signing their badges and stuff for BlizzCon, and I'm like, oh, that's so nice. And the camera guy gets right up in there. And gets right in super zoom in on what Cyril's signing there. And it's capital S, capital E, capital R, capital R, capital A, capital L. In like the printiest, elementary schooliest printing you can possibly do. But not even like I print my name and it's got a style to it. Mm. There was no He's printing no it like, a, style. like his visa application. <laughs> yes, please print your name on this line and sign below. This is the printing line. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I just who who's who signs their name like this? Who? I don't understand. I don't get it. I mean, I don't get it, but if that's how he signs his name, like what can you do? It's like this is nothing. Unique. I'm not Yeah, I'm not going to do anything about it, but you just want to complain. I I I I was flabbergasted. I need to express my amazement at what I saw <laughs> cuz I've never seen anybody sign an autograph that way before in any capacity whether they're a movie star or a sports star or a politician like you get someone's autograph and they never print their name for you. It also brought up the question, how do people sign their name in Korean? Is there like hmm. cursive for Korean? It's interesting. I'm going to look for like a flash signature. So I just googled Korean signature and Automatically yeah. tried to correct it to stamp, so uh, they might stamp things. Like it might not be a that. That's so much easier than signing autographs. You just like stamp next, stamp next. <laughs> yeah. Also, if you search signature, there's the WCS signature series that shows up everywhere. So that's not helping either. Donga.com, eh? Hmm. Found this on Reddit. That is not loading. What is this? It's apparently a. Uh, here's a sample of the Korean signature, Romanized uh, of the current president. So it's top oh. top one is how he'd write it in Korean, and then it's Romanized below. Okay, fair enough. All right, yeah, alrighty then. So either way, there are some options of what you can do if you're a Korean player mm-hmm. who's signing a bunch of autographs. Well, I mean, I think Korean players write, you know, stats would write stats, and then like if you asked for it in Hangul below it, you you, do you, think you write stats in cursive or you print it. I don't know. That would be up to him. Yeah, I just, I need to know if this is normal, and I can't figure it out. We'll do some investigating. We'll get it for next Post time. Post on Starcraft Reddit being like, hey, how do pros sign their names? Because Serral's does it weird AF. <laughs> he really does. 
Cyril. It just kind of fits with the theme of this introvert guy who's just devoted his entire life to StarCraft and he came through, but like everything else is a little bit off. He never thought, I'd have to sign my name. And like, that's the first time he's about to do it. And he's like, oh crap, just write Cyril, just write Cyril. Yeah, I really feel like he was just 100% focused on playing StarCraft every day, every waking hour for the last couple of years. Mm. And he finally achieved his goal. And they're like, want to sign some autographs? And he's like, oh crap. <laughs> But just, do they teach cursive in Finnish schools anymore? Can't you just write? Can't you just write it in cursive? Just like a sloppy cursive Cyril would be so much better. Mm. It doesn't even have to look all that good. Here's how he signed uh, Oloris's. Is that how you pronounce her name? Oloris or Oloris? Sure. Yeah. Ola- signed Oloris? her hat, and it's okay. still just I'm so writing Cyril, but it's not all caps at the very least. <laughs> Ooh, upgrade. Oh my gosh, that's almost worse somehow. <laughs> I thought it would be better. <laughs> so sad. It's so sad, Sarah. Learn how to write your name in cursive, please, for the love of all that is holy. If it was cursive and sloppy and terrible, nobody would notice. Signatures are sloppy and terrible for a lot of people, and it's normal. Mm-hmm. There are some people who are professional calligraphers whose signatures look like works of art and they're aliens. How? Like, here's Ben Franklin's. It's really more of an old-timey thing, but check that out. Mm -hmm. Work of art, man. Mm -hmm. People back then didn't have TV or internet, and they just sat around practicing their signatures a lot. See, yeah, that's true. But that that looks like (laughs) Skrull Franklin. There's a B. It's a cursive B in there. Mm. See it? Yeah, I sort of. It looks like a scribble. I mean, okay, but it's a nice flowing scribble. It's not like... I don't know. It works. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the point is, it's not that. Right. I, okay, we've talked enough about this. The point is that Cyril's <laughs> signature is bad and he needs to fix it. If he's going to win some more stuff and do autographs, he's got to have something better than what he has. Just for everyone's for everyone's sake. I mean, is he still going to play? Like, he's won everything this year. Maybe he just retires. Is he still going to play? Who retires at the top of their game? Uh, didn't Mars Signature Series say that if he won BlizzCon, he was going to retire? Well, he can say that, sure, but <laughs> it really takes... A certain kind of person to just walk away. I mean, when a Korean says like, they're going to retire, I'm not super worried because they'll be back. Yeah. If there's one thing I've learned this year, it's they'll be back. <laughs> it's true. Eventually. Well, like Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time, um, he won his sixth title in 1998 and then said, I'm done. And he was done. Okay. He came back and played for the Washington Wizards in the year 2000, but it was like sad and nothing really happened. Okay. So, yeah, even then, he couldn't stay away. So, an excellent point. No one at the top of their game can walk away. If they feel like they can still compete at a high level, they will come back. Mm. Okay. So, Sarah's coming back. He will. And I don't know if he'll still wreck everybody like he did this year. I mean, that's hard to do. It's hard to just repeat like that. But mm-hmm. he's just so, especially if the region lock continues, he's just going to keep keep beating up on these poor foreigners in all these events. And we're going to have to, like, Okay, we're migrating you. You're you're going to the Korean league, yeah. Well, I mean, his brother studies in Korea. Like he goes to university there. Oh, he could stay with him. Yeah, exactly. Or join a team. Ents could put up a house there, maybe. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm sure they would. That'd be, you know, that would be easy for Ents. So. Mm-hmm. Ents is amazing. Yeah, I just because the whole point of the region lock for the region lock is that the Koreans were beating the snot out of everybody else and no one could compete. And if that's what we have again this year, where Cyril's just beating the snot out of everyone else and no one else could compete, then what do we do? Mm-hmm. Unlock Korea. 
maybe that's actually that was proposed in the starcraft subreddit a couple times today like is it time we just get rid of the region lock mm -hmm. and the counter argument is it's just Serral and like <laughs> special basically and scarlet i guess there's a handful of foreigners who can compete with the top koreans but everyone else is just not there yet scarlet and special the two foreigners most well known with staying in korea full-time yeah, yeah exactly okay um showtime a little bit too he took a couple games off dark sure back i mean they weren't do or die and i don't know i mean it's it's hard to give him too much credit for that i love showtime i really do but later on when it really mattered dark 2 owed showtime so yeah it's hard for me to be like showtime took down dark and it wasn't a huge moment and it was but not really was but not really exactly so I love Showtime, but I don't think he's quite up there. So I don't know. Also, I wonder how much the region lock had to contribute to the rise of Serral. If there wasn't a region lock, do we get Serral? Mm -hmm. Well, it's an, because... it's an interesting thing because competition breeds competition, right? Yes. But if you lock uh -huh. away the best players, theoretically, the best players will just still only be there, right? Yes. Like, okay, so going into like Maru v. Serral at GSL Festival, people were questioning whether or not Serral's ZBT would be out as good because... Koreans still are the best Terrans, right? Foreigner Terrans, uh -huh. special. Who else? Telaza, kind of, um, not really like this year. You, you thermal, sorta? You th yeah, you're right. You thermal once upon a time. But people were uh -huh. wondering if Serral's ZBT was any good because he can't, he doesn't face people like Maru ever, right? In his yep. laddering and practice yep. and stuff. But he's still somehow able to do it, right? Whatever it is and he's doing he... to get better, it's working for all of his matchups. It is. And in the playoffs, he did not face a Terran. Mind you. That's true. And let's look at his group real quick. He had Hiramari, but he didn't face him. Yeah. Did he not play a Terran through all of BlizzCon? What the what? Yeah, no, he didn't. Conspiracy! <laughs> Conspiracy! <laughs> yeah, man, he played a lot of Protoss and beat the snot out of most of them. Mm -hmm. That's amazing! How did he not play a single Terran the whole time? This, oh my gosh, it's a conspiracy. It's gotta be. They're like, it's time for a great foreigner hope. How do we do this? Well, Serral's Terran is his worst matchup. He won't play any Terrans. <laughs> amazing. We'll make Mario get out 0-3 in the first round of the playoffs somehow. Ugh, yeah, somehow. That makes it more complicated. This is not a good conspiracy theory. <laughs> wow, because nobody anticipated that. They thought for sure Serral would have to get through somebody, T.Y. or Maru or somebody in this playoff, but mm -hmm. um, neither of them made it out of the first round, so... Bummer. Bummer. Yeah. For all the talk of Terran representation, there was they didn't really do all that well. Yeah, hmm. I suppose. I mean, they had their chance. It's not like Terran's had a bad year, so that's okay. No. Overall, no. Definitely not. Okay, so my theory here for the region lock is, I think if the region lock wasn't in place, maybe there is an alternate timeline where Serral's like, screw it. I'm never going to be as good as Maru is. Never going to be good as Byun is. Why bother? Why throw myself into this game where the people at the top are just light years better than I am and I'll never get there? And then the region lock happens and he's like, oh, I can do this. I can beat my fellow foreigners if I work my butt off and get to a place where... I'm competing and winning a good, you know, good money. And that's all I need to do. And then he applied himself and somehow reached up to the next power level because he was applying himself. No. I just wonder if there's some like of that. that. I don't like that. Okay. Because that's like aiming to be middle of the pack. I don't like it. I think Serral shot for the top and got there, right? Because to be at the top of StarCraft, you have to know you can beat the Koreans anyway, whether or not they're in your region or not, because it all comes down to BlizzCon. It's the highest paying tournament of the year. You can't just be like, yes. yeah, I want to make good money doing StarCraft. How can I do it cutting out the biggest paycheck of the year? He can, no, but all his WCS checks for this year are a lot. Like, 20 grand? No. 20 total? Yeah, that's uh, what I was looking at it earlier. Each 
WCS event top like the top spot no, is twenty grand because he's earned four hundred and seventy thousand dollars this year. Okay, so WCS Global Finals is $280,000, right? Yeah, and he's made $400,000 overall. Uh-huh. WCS Montreal, first place, 20 grand. GSL yep. versus the World, 26 grand. WCS Valencia, mm-hmm. 20 grand. Austin, 20 grand. He came third in WSG, and that gave him 40 grand. Okay. Third in a non-region-locked tournament, right? Right, and then he came, he split third and fourth at IEM uh, and took yeah. 26 grand. And then Leipzig, twenty grand. That, yeah. that, that's those are his premier tournament winnings. All right, it's those ones that matter, and all of them adding up don't equal WCS. Sure, but if you can make two hundred thousand dollars dollars a year playing StarCraft and not doing anything in BlizzCon, that's pretty good. Mm. That is not a shabby payroll. Why settle for half of what you could get? I don't know. He spent most of his career not being able to beat any of the Koreans. Like, I just really think that after a few years of being like, I'm really working at this and I'm good, but I'm not even one of the best Zergs from EU, let alone one of the best Zergs on the planet. I don't know. I just feel like that's a discouraging factor to look at that and say, I can't even hang with these Korean guys. And then suddenly they're gone. And it's like, oh, okay, this is different now. I honestly feel like that was probably what Blizzard's intent was. They said, we want to encourage the foreigners to get out there and compete in these major tournaments and get them the confidence that they need to actually show up at the highest level. And I think it paid off. Because what else was the purpose of the region lock? I mean, the purpose of the region lock was to prevent foreign, uh, Koreans leaving Korea and just taking all the prize money, right? That was it. Okay, so just cash. Yeah, it all comes down to the money. I think locking them away and saying, all right, well, we'll just let the rest of the world get better in their own time doesn't really work. Because I don't think... The reason it came in and it's taken this long to produce a single player, I don't think it's very effective. I think that's more chance and accident in the grand scheme of things as much as I imagine Cyril would put it down to hard work and dedication. (laughs) I'm sure he would. (laughs) All right. I don't know. We'll never know. Maybe one day he'll write a book. And we'll be like, aha, this is what happens in Cyril's head. Maybe. So Cyril this year has made $470,000, which makes him the 26th most earningest esports player in the world mm-hmm. this year. Pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, he still can win. Oh, I'm spacing it. What's coming up next? I have no idea. There's a thing. There's a... Is there nothing after the global finals? I swear there was a thing. Why is there not a thing? Arrgh. Home Story Cup. Oh. Home Story Cup. But the prize pool is $25,000. <laughs> so that's not going to change things very much. No. You know the top earning player this year is a Dodo 2 player. Really? And he's also Finnish. Oh. It's Jerax. Yeah, and there's a guy at number four who's also Finnish and a guy at 20. So like four of the top 20 best esports player in the world are Finnish. Who knew? I mean, I wouldn't have guessed that. Would you have guessed that? How many players does Finland have in the top 20 most earning players in the world right now for esports? I don't know. I would not have said four. No, neither would I. China's got three. Australia's got one at five. Uh, uh, Russia's got four in here. Canada has one. The USA has one dude. Mm-hmm. Which, come on, we invented video games. What is this garbage? <laughs> Step it up, Americans. Embarrassing is what it is. <laughs> Just like how embarrassing it is that there's not really an American player who can make it to top, top BlizzCon. Okay, fine. Neeb made it to BlizzCon. I appreciate that. Okay. He, he, um... He technically got there. Yes. He did. Did he not win a single game? Uh, I think he won a He game. did. Did he win a game? No. He beat TY twice. Oh. And then he went 02. And then he went 02. <laughs> so he won two games. Good job, Neeb. Way to represent. All right. So good job to Cyril. 
hats off to him. I'd like to see more of him in the future for sure. I want to see other foreign foreigners give him give him a run as well. Good luck. Let's, let's spread this out a little bit. Good luck. And I think you will. Yeah, good luck. It's not easy. StarCraft is really hard as it turns out. Yeah. Good, good. So anything else uh, StarCrafty here? We do have Maru somehow, some way getting 3-0'd against SOS in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Go ahead. The fuck happened, Maru? <laughs> the fuck <laughs> happened? I really got to boil it down to the fact that SOS is one of his practice partners. If there's anybody on the planet who knows Maru like as well as you can know a guy in the StarCraft 2 scene, it's got to be SOS. It's gotta be. So just everything Maro tried to do, SOS is like, I have the perfect counter. Hold on. Got this. Mm -hmm. It was a spanking in every possible sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we were denied the Maro versus Zeril series that we all wanted so much. We were. We were. Maybe one day. One future BlizzCon. <laughs> Next season of GSL, maybe. Yeah, maybe. It'd be fun. Yeah. And then, you know, just good Protoss representation overall there. SOS and Stats face each other in the round of four. We had Stats in the final, so mm -hmm. good Jerb Protoss. Protoss did well. They did. They haven't had a great year, so it's glad that they did well in this one, right? It's like, yeah, can, for sure. Can you name another Protoss win, like a tournament win for this year? I can, name, I can think of one times three cup. And that might have been the yeah, last that, year now that, that I think about it. $20,000 prize pool? Yeah, it was last year. <clears throat> Yeah, not a good year for Protoss winning major tournaments, but good representation overall, getting to finals and stuff. Mm. Which, I don't know, faint praise, right? Like, you guys <laughs> all got so close. Great job. I just realized yeah. esports owning lists casters under other notable players for StarCraft 2. Ooh, that's fancy. Yeah. Did you know Day9 is still an analyst, commentator, and content creator for StarCraft 2? <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Did this thing at BlizzCon. Mm. He was on the Pylon show. Ah, that's what it was. It yeah. was on the Pylon Show episode. Mm -hmm. I do love Day 9. I wish it did more with StarCraft, but yeah. Yeah, what else happens? It's weird because Maynard is not on here. Not even listed? No. How big is the list? Yeah, it's like 15 people. Okay. Yeah, but it still has people like Destiny and DJ Wheat. Here, cool people, sure. When was but the last time they did anything StarCraft? Yeah. Where has DJ Wheat been? Hmm. He works at Twitch now. So. Oh, that's a way better job. Probably. <laughs> that probably pays more. <laughs> probably. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, <laughs> Good I, job, DJ Wheat. I know. There's someone called Naruto who I've never heard of. A StarCraft caster named Naruto? Commentator oh. and tournament organizer. Yeah. Nope. Never once heard of that guy. He's German. I would remember. Oh, maybe he's a German caster or something. I, I would assume so. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. So speaking of casting, just a quick aside, I am currently organizing and casting for the WESD 2019 qualifiers for StarCraft. Like, around the world, we're doing this stuff. It's an online tournament, obviously. I'm not flying to Russia or anything. Really? Um, uh, Really. Not actually flying to different countries. I'm staying right here. It's nice. It's easy. Mm -hmm. And so I've been trying to recruit different casters to join us. And generally, it's been WCS community casters. So people who aren't big names, you never heard of them, but they're pretty consistent in the lower level stuff. And it's been good. Um, and I reached out to other like more famous people. And the only person who got back to me and said they want to do it is Zombie Grub. So oh, nice. She's cool. Yeah. Watch for some Zombie Grub in some future casts. She's going to increase the like StarCraft 2 knowledge by about 1,000% uh -huh. in her casting. So that's going to be nice. Uh, so yeah, if you were just like, this WESG qualifying stuff is garbage. Who cares about this? Well, I have a big name now so you should tune in anyway she's great so um twitch.tv slash wesg underscore sc2 for regionals happening all the month of november like all the way through december 2nd come say hi hello i mean on the anyway so aside aside done let's talk about diablo you want to talk about diablo 
Sure. I have a phone. Oh my gosh, Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's Guess great. what, guys? Gamers have phones. It's amazing. Oh, it's the worst. All right, so to set this up, there is some talk from the Blizzard people that there's going to be a Diablo announcement at BlizzCon. Ooh, I'm okay. intrigued. And Tell me more. They schedule the main event theater, like the center. This is where all the big stuff happens for a Diablo something. Was it? Yeah. Because I was watching the stream and the way that they like presented it was like, here's a map of the hall. And they showed like five or six different stages, maybe, maybe like four or five. And the way that the stream went, it looked like they had the wow announcements on one stage and then they just cut to the other stage because they were doing Hearthstone. Except the stream was getting no audio, so they had to cut to the Diablo stage, which I didn't. Okay. I didn't know if the Diablo one was the main stage. I thought that was still wow. From what I read, it was the main stage. Okay, I could. It could be wrong information. I don't have any firsthand knowledge of it, but I don't know. We'll just ignore that part and just say they scheduled this. They had a whole stage Diablo dedicated announcement. for it. <laughs> yes, there we go. Thanks for thanks for saving that. No worries. Uh, <laughs> so all these Diablo fans show up. In BlizzCon, these are American fans, a lot of them uh, probably local to California, if you had to guess where these people are mostly coming from, because, I don't know, that's how these things work. It is largely an American audience. Mm. Okay, so, they come on out, and they're like, hey, announcing this Diablo thing, and everybody's like, yes, this is just like when Valve was like, we have a Half-Life announcement, or we have a new game announcement or something. They didn't say Half-Life, like, at least bless them for that. But well, they were like, we have an announcement, and people were like, My. yes, and it was just the Steam box. Uh, it was, no, it was the card game. It was the, okay, um, is there a different one? There's a different one, because, oh, was, you're making a comparison. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, so Steam said, we're like, hey, we have an announcement, it's gonna be on the 3rd of March at 3.33 p.m. Yeah. And people are like, all those threes, it's got to be like Half-Life 3 or Left 4 Dead 3 or Portal that 3. And then it was the, just the Steam box. And people were like, mm, okay, thanks. See ya. That was the war. At least it wasn't this bad. Maybe it was. It's hard to tell. So they come out and say, hey, guys, guess what we're doing? It's a mobile game mm -hmm. of Diablo. Diablo Immortal. And everyone's like, what? Can you repeat that, please? Yeah, like... There was like some woo new Diablo like cheers, but they were quiet. They were pretty quiet. Yes. And then and then people they they had like Q and A, and a guy came up and was just like, "Is this an out of season April Fool's joke?" And then there were cheers. <laughs> Deadpans it so hard. It was amazing. Ah, oh, it was so bad. And the thing is, there's been rumors about uh, Blizzard hiring mobile programmers, mobile developers for a long time now. Uh, okay, so if. Blizzard proper is hiring mobile developers. I would say that's more likely for Hearthstone because that's actually a mobile game that they work on in-house. Diablo Immortal is being <laughs> created by NetEase, a Chinese developer. <laughs> Correct. Totally Chinese developer who has a list of really great mobile games with all the microtransactions you could ever want. A, a list of mobile games that are very early similar in function to how Diablo Immortal is going to look. Fairly similar, but just a coincidence. Blizzard has confirmed that they built this game from the ground up just for Blizzard. This was not something they just reskinned. <clears throat> okay, so saying they built it from the ground up is technically true, but they built it <laughs> ground up for another title, right? They built it ground up four years ago. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> That's so evil. It's so evil. <sighs> 
All right. So bottom line is, as people figured out what was going on, this was created for the Chinese and Southeastern Asia market. Mobile games are huge in that part of the world. Mm -hmm. And that is a huge piece of the gaming pie. Mobile games are getting more and more, uh, more and more profit from the gaming industry every single year. And so basically Blizzard Activision was like, sure, let's grab ourselves a slice of that pie. It's easy. And they did. I don't think Blizzard Activision said that. I think Activision Blizzard said that. Ah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, and here's the thing. I'm not against a phone game for Diablo. Like, in principle, I'm not right. against it. In fact, you, we were in the Discord when, like, the announcement was going off. And I think I was maybe, like, one of two people who were just like, let's burn everything down. It looked, <laughs> it looked okay. It could be okay. The problem is they just also released Diablo for the Switch. So yes. people have a proper Diablo experience that is mobile. Like that's a portable experience. And then Correct. putting it on smartphones at that point really just kind of waters it down to the point where you're just <laughs> buying water. Right? <laughs> yes. Okay, and I'm with you. If they had just said straight up, we're going to announce a Diablo mobile game, come check it out. Okay, fine. The expectations are low at that point. No one's going to be freaked out. But mm-hmm. you can't say we have Diablo news to fans who have been following the Diablo franchise since the late 90s and say, here's the thing that you have no interest in. Mm. And these people haven't seen a release in six years since Diablo yeah, 3 came out. Correct. So they're hungry. And Blizzard time maybe isn't the longest you could go. No. But it's still six years. That's still a long time. Yeah. And Diablo 3 does feel like it's in a bit of a maintenance loop where there's really nothing new happening at all. And people go back for the different seasons, but it's not a new experience. Mm, yeah. So it'd be a good time to announce it. Yeah. Uh, they, okay. So I saw like some jokes about this, but Bethesda, if we could praise them for a minute, actually did this right. They were like, hey, Fallout 4 is coming. And in the meantime, here's Fallout Shelter, a shitty mobile game. Right? Bingo. Yes. That like They didn't yep. do that. Yes, and in the meantime, if you're interested in this, here it is. Enjoy. Mm. If you don't like it, fine. But Diablo 4 is coming. Like, that would have been perfect. Yep. That's all they had to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and then the better part is, is that all day today, there have been <laughs> stories coming out from, um, like, Kotaku and from PC Gamer, mm-hmm. where a source inside Blizzard says they totally meant to announce Diablo 4, but then they didn't for some reason, and that was, they're really kicking themselves over that one. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, this is a story coming out because they screwed it up and they're like, uh, yeah, Diablo fans who hate us now and are downvoting all of our videos to oblivion. Mm-hmm. We're totally doing Diablo 4. We just, it, we forgot to bring it up in the presentation. Like, well, okay, so I've seen some of those articles and some of them read in essentially that at a reasonably last minute, like obviously not 10 minutes before BlizzCon, but like a week or two before, apparently they decided that what they had of Diablo 4, they didn't feel like was ready to show. It didn't have the Blizzard polish, if you will. Whatever that means anymore. That's fine. And so that's why they pulled it from the, that's why they pulled it from the presentation. And so they were left with just the mobile game to display, but it was originally there uh, intention but you didn't have to show anything mm. it would have been the first announcement that diablo 4 is even going to be a thing that's all it takes mm-hmm. to get your fans to explode with glee yeah some of these articles have also read that they want to make it very clear that blizzard has s- distinctly separate teams working on multiple diablo projects right uh, that's interesting and that's what i thought at first so it's like okay so that's them explicitly say yes diablo 4 development is coming but at the same time that could just be that like the net ease guys working on immortal and the diablo 3 crew working on seasonal updates that's two distinct teams oh. that doesn't guarantee a diablo 4 that's true 
Mm, Again, technically correct, but wildly (laughs) misleading. Technically correct, but evil. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, incredible. All right. So, yeah. And then the line that's going to live forever is someone asked a question. I don't remember exactly. Do you remember exactly what the question was? The question was the, oh, do you guys have any plans in the future to bring this to PC? Or is it just like a strictly mobile experience? Uh, Mobile. And then Wyatt, the uh, sacrificial lamb. (laughs) Yes, he was. I feel real bad for him because it's not his fault. But uh, he goes, so right now we're just aiming to have uh, Android and iPhone release. We don't have any current plans to bring it to PC. To which they were audible boos. People booed at yep. BlizzCon. There's a first. Uh, probably, yeah. Uh, to which he like, kind of shrugged and said, what, do you people not have phones? Oh, yep. Yeah. That's going to be repeated to the end of time. Mm-hmm. That is an all-time terrible response. I was, I was looking through Reddit today and I was on gaming and I saw a Red Dead Redemption post. And I'm like, oh, let's see what people say about this. And the top comment was, I have a phone. <laughs> It's so memeable. Yeah, so it's getting around already. Wow. The lack of respect there, man. Do you people not have phones to a PC gaming audience? How do they not know who they're talking to there? I don't get it. The problem with that is it's a knee-jerk reaction, so it's clearly not like a prepared statement. You'll have phones. Play it anyway, pricks. Yeah, that was not written down. Yeah, he was kind of unprepared, and to be fair, the crowd was a little harsher than what I think typically goes on sorry you couldn't have really been prepared true yeah but that's the thing how are you not prepared how do you not know that this audience does not give a rip about your diablo immortal experience yeah how Mm. okay how are you that tone deaf i don't understand it's just is it a you're a victim of your own success you're so big you just don't take the time to think about what your audience is at blizzcon for this i think they were just like rolling the dice on how upset people were going to be they figured it would be bad but not this bad right yeah so yeah i mean i read a big post today a couple big posts today one of them was from the perspective of somebody who's married to um, a native chinese person Mm -hmm. and he says that he spent some time in china and talked to gamers over there and basically mobile gaming is one of the only one of the only true like fun things you can do in china Hmm. i don't know it was more involved than that uh, but basically people there's a, it's an oppressive government where you can't speak out against your leaders you can't talk about certain things you need to praise everything that's going on and if you're seen as a malcontent you're going to be put away right and so one of the releases that people have are these really tightly controlled mobile games that the government has to approve before they make it into the market mm-hmm. and they all have these loot box things they're all predatory they all let you pay to win so you can feel good like you have some amount of control in your life and that's kind of the mental state if i could just interject yeah so the reason why loot boxes and stuff like that are prevalent in chinese mobile games is because the government takes tax on it like that's the number one reason yeah. why they're just gonna let there we go that's why the government likes them to flood the market second thing is that is yeah. where NetEase comes in they've been running blizzards uh products in china for well over a decade now they're the people that maintain like blizzards china servers for wow right they're the people that have wow. the contract for okay. that yeah all right so they've been working that's with fair. them for ages and that's why it's not really a surprise to see them the other thing is pc gaming is pretty popular in china so it, it still raises a question of how much fun can a mobile game be how much fun can it be yeah if it's one like you raise the point that it's apparently like one of the fun things you can kind of do by yourself when you have whatever free time means in china yeah yeah but pc gaming is very popular there uh, yeah and 
it's not like Chinese people are somehow able to have less fun playing PC games than we are, right? No, definitely not. I don't know. I don't. I mean, that one post didn't go super in depth with it, mm. but um. And I mean, they're anonymously posting, so it's mm. correct. So suspect. Take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, definitely. And then the other post on Reddit is just like, you know, back when Activision and Blizzard merged or whatever happened there, we were assured that Blizzard would remain Blizzard and this wouldn't change them to be more of an Activision type company. But at this point, enough stuff has happened where it's like, all right, man, Activision is pulling a lot of these strings. A lot of the stuff that's been going on here are pure money grabs. Like None of it's like for the love of gaming. None of it's for the love of craft. None of it's to draw in true, you know, hardcore PC gamers. Mm. It's just that stuff's gone. And it's it's just it's it's not great. It's not great for for a certain segment of the population who apparently is a lot smaller than the mobile gaming segment of the population. So vote with your wallets, man. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think WoW Classic is a good, like, step in the direction of catering to, you know, the love of making games. That's true. And the Warcraft 3 Remastered, which we haven't mentioned yet, also fits in that box. Mm, yes. So, excellent point. Um, I, I mean, I'm actually now trying to think, how do we include loot boxes in Warcraft 3 Remastered? And <laughs> it made me sad. So, I'm not thinking about that. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, WoW Classic uh, is definitely something that... I don't know. Like they, they've really come a long way from saying you think you want it, but you don't. Mm. To fine, here you go. I just have to wonder if maybe they're monitoring just the you know the player pool for private vanilla servers, mm, maybe unauthorized vanilla servers, and they just I don't know. They're not huge, but they're consistent. It's not like it's something that showed up for a couple of years and everyone got bored of it and moved on. Mm, um, there's a pretty good steady population of people who want this and are willing to pay for it. So I think Blizzard saw that and said, "All right, this isn't going away. This is this is not." something we're going to invest money in and then just people are going to abandon it in six months this is actually something that actually has some legs mm. so which as someone who's never played vanilla classic i don't see the, like how it could have legs for more than a year right yeah like how mm-hmm. how it could be like what, what are people still doing leveling <laughs> <laughs> different tunes pvp okay pvp is one thing like i get that mm-hmm. and then it's just like a mix of i want to have every class in every race right yeah. I don't I don't get that. Yeah. I mean a lot of it's community. Yeah, I suppose. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's there's a guild of people who, you know, have the like the same things that you do, which is nice. Yeah, but at what point do you like run out of things to do with your guild? Yeah. I don't know. Because if private servers, people like playing consistently on private servers haven't run out of things to do, I think they should have, from like the moment Burning Crusade came out, Blizzard should have had WoW servers, like classic ones from there. Yeah. Right? Every expansion, they should just have a server to um, stay at yeah. that one for the people who they want. They should. I know a lot of people who would just play Wrath of the Lich King servers. Mm-hmm. I've heard I'd make a tune on that. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, whatever it is, they saw a p- business potential in it. Yeah. They said, fine, if you nerds want to play a game from 2004 and pay us for it, deal. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> I did have an idea of having servers like one that'll go up like well not one like let's say 10 that go up every week so you can be at the like fresh start of a server uh every week right if you wanted like so you, because if i jump into wow now there are people with 14 years of experience and yes just money accumulating like in-game items stuff like that so you can be at the fresh start of a vanilla server every week and then like every year it'll continue to go through like expansion releases so that maybe not every sure. year but I, I think that would be interesting yeah 
just kind of experience what those people who are there at the beginning have gone through mm. with Warcraft. That'd be fun. Then my other thought was, I want hardcore servers. I would love to play a hardcore server where you die, you're out. Like, I think people would pay for that too. Totally. I, I think people would play that and then rip their hair out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as someone who leveled a rogue on a vanilla server earlier this year, yeah, I died a lot. Yeah. And that's, that is a class with stealth and vanish and like... A lot of combat avoidance mechanics, and I died a ton. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're something like I don't know a paladin, or a warrior, or something with no ability to run or hide, uh, yeah, that's just horrendous. There would be like 600 people hanging around Northshire, like being like, "Do we have enough people to move out to get to the next town?" <laughs> they would make unofficial raids. Yeah, just to get anything done. Yeah, just to go and uh, kill the goblin spies around the church. <laughs> <laughs> Are we brave enough yet? I don't know. We only have 32. Let's go for 36. <laughs> but, but, Good times. But with servers like that, you would see someone who, you know, got to level 30 and be like, how the hell did they do that? Yeah. Mm. Post that on Reddit and people will be like, what? Like the guy that leveled a max picking flowers. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So good times. I'll sign up for that for sure when it comes out next year-ish, which they announced. Yeah. The, next year. The summer next year. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Other thing, Warcraft 3 Remastered. Not much to say about that. Um, I was planning on playing Warcraft 3 on stream anyway, but now that there's a remastered version, I'll just wait for that. Mm -hmm. um, it'll be fun. I like Warcraft 3 quite a bit. You're playing Warcraft 2 now, yeah? Yeah. How like how much further into that do you have to go? Well, I'm uh, like five missions away from finishing Warcraft 2 base. Mm -hmm. And then there's the uh, Tides of Darkness expansion. Okay. Or I always forget the names of the Warcraft 2 stuff. Warcraft 2, Tides of Darkness is the first one, and then Beyond the Dark Portal is the second one. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So once again, this is back when Blizzard would release games and then do a whole expansion the same year. They're like, here's Warcraft 2, it's the greatest RTS of all time, and everyone's like, wow, thanks. And then later that year, they're like, here's Beyond the Dark Portal. Wait, what? Okay, thanks, guys. We're not done with the first one yet. Uh, yeah. Actually, I, they probably were. Probably. They weren't as bad as I was. I was bad when StarCraft 2 came out. What do you mean? Like, did you not finish Wings before... Oh, came out? Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the Warcraft Warcraft 2. Oh, okay. Like, getting through the campaigns as a... How old was I in 1996? Uh, 14. So I wasn't good. It was my first RTS ever. Mm, okay. And I did I ever, like, straight up beat the campaign without cheating? I'm not sure that I did when I was <laughs> that age. And the best part was, I mean, again, this was word of mouth stuff, man. This wasn't... Hey, I saw this thing on Reddit. There are the cheats for Warcraft 2. It was like passed around word of mouth from person to person mm. on like playgrounds and stuff just a different world how information yeah. spread like 20 years ago is fascinating it really is i think i should read some there are some books on that i should read them so yeah warcraft 3 remaster gonna play that on stream it's gonna be good um i mean if it's not ready when i'm done with warcraft 2 i'll play something else in the meantime but mm. it'll be fine it'll work out oh and if uh anyone has a battlenet account feel free to go and pick up the base game of destiny 2 it's free right now oh yeah that's true Destiny 2 base game is free. There's three shit expansions you have to go through to get to the good one. So if anyone enjoys it, have fun. Ugh. And you have to buy those expansions to get to the good one? Uh, I think the, like if you buy the good one, it, the, the bad ones are just bundled in with it. So. Okay, like they do with WoW. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's good. That's good news. I don't know. I might give it a try. Mm. I mean, Nolan North is involved, and I do love Nolan North. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. His, his character's not anything he's, special in this. Well, no. And they never are. He's just fine. It's not <laughs> like 
He's amazing. He's just not bad. He sets the yeah. standard for baseline acceptable. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, if we have an upcoming stream, we might need to do <laughs> Destiny instead of WoW. Because I have four days of playtime left. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I think we're almost done with it anyway, to be honest. Yeah, since we can't figure out where you screwed up in your quests, that we're just running I old content. Yeah. I don't think I care. Old content is fun. I get to reminisce and sound like an old man. Every one of these regular mobs was elite. I had to bring in... <laughs> ah, good times. Anyway, uh, I'm going to tell an old school WoW story real fast. So when I was first playing WoW back in 2005 or 2006, I did my first quest to go into the Dead Mines, my first dungeon ever. I've never played an MMORPG before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I start spamming chat. Hey, who wants to do... Who wants to go in the dead mines? I have this quest because because Dungeon Finder didn't exist. Meeting stones did not exist. You had to be like, hey, people here in Westfall, I sure hope there's someone around who wants to do this or haul your butt all the way back to Stormwind and ask there. Mm. Anyway, so we finally get a group. It's me, uh, so a paladin, mm-hmm. another paladin, a rogue, <laughs> okay, and a warrior. And then like maybe another rogue. It was not an ideally developed uh, group no, no at all. No dedicated healers. No dedicated healers. There was paladin healing, which was crap for crap. I was doing my <laughs> best, man, but it was not working out. And we decided, because we didn't know any better, that the rogue should tank because the rogue was the highest level in the group. He was like 16, and we were only 14. So. <laughs> okay, if if the rogue had been like 25, I might have bought that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nope, he was appropriate level. We were underleveled for the thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we, um, long story short, we died a billion times. We finally got stalled out on the, um, the guy in the mech suit, the goblin in the mech suit, like the mm-hmm. second boss in the whole thing. Yep. Could not beat him at all. We barely managed to take down the mech suit. And then the goblin pops out and we're like, no, <laughs> <laughs> we're out of mana. We can't, and then we died. Uh, that's tragic. Ah, uh, good times. And honestly, just we are so bad at the game. That's kind of part of what made it fun is figuring like how do we actually play this so we don't suck. Uh, that's great. That's great. Uh, I can't wait to try that. Which I know. Uh, Classic WoW is going to be included for free with people who have regular WoW subscriptions. So that's a thing. Whoa! Did you miss that? I did. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Surprising. Yep. There I go. All right. Well, that, is that all the BlizzCons? I think that's all the BlizzCons. That is all the BlizzCon. Excellent. Um, so there is the matter of this bet. <clears throat> that if you are a loyal listener of the podcast, you may have noticed that Cyril and I made a bet regarding the playoffs <laughs> for StarCraft II and BlizzCon. You just said Cyril and, and you made a bet. <laughs> we did. Oh, you and Cyril and got together it, and made a bet. Okay. If Somicron won BlizzCon. If I won then... BlizzCon, right? <laughs> Which, spoilers, I didn't. No. So I won that bet, too. Me and Somicron made a bet. You bet against me? <laughs> of course I did. I'm not an idiot. Wow. You win BlizzCon. That cuts Jeez. me real deep. Dude. Loyalty and betting. BlizzCon and StarCraft aren't the same thing. I could have won the Hearthstone competition. It's all RNG. That's true. Just play a pure RNG deck and just throw it to the wind. Yeah. Anyway, back on back on track here. So we basically picked our champions, and I picked Serral and... Samacron picked Maru, and that was a fine choice at the time. It really was. Nobody would be like, you only picked Maru because you felt obligated to because he's Terran. There's really not much of a chance he's going to make it to the final. Nobody was saying that. I'm going to interject you for a second. You suggested 
that we both stick with our races, right? Out of the two Correct. favorites. Like, Mara's still favorite. I'm not discrediting what you're saying. But it was you who suggested that I take Mara because I'm a Terran. Yeah, because it was fair. And because you're a Terran. Mm. You were like, okay, I love Maru. I want to have his babies. Mm. Okay, you didn't say that. No, he's no beyond. No, no. That's fair. Obviously, no beyond based on these results. Uh, <laughs> ouch. So, the f- first playoff series to be played was Morrow versus SOS, and SOS takes game one, and then he takes game two, and then Morrow leaves his factory at home this time instead of proxying it and still loses, and he's out in like 20 minutes. I'm going to assume jet lag, and we need to do the whole BlizzCon thing again. Like, it's just not fair. <laughs> I want to recount. Redo. Yep. Yeah. Redo, please. We agree. You said it. I, I agree. We'll do a redo. Next, please go. Incredible. Okay, deal. So then, um, so then Saro played Dark, and it wasn't a 20 minute series, but Saro still 3 0'd him. And mm-hmm. at that point, Samacron was despondent. Yeah. Uh, honestly, after Maru lost his game, like, even just saying he lost his game is not, like, it's not strong Accurate. enough to uh, properly represent how thoroughly trashed he was. He he yes. did not look like the same Maru who won GSLs. Correct. I kind of, like, lost the hope to watch. Like, just lost the will to watch BlizzCon. And I, That's I, the saddest thing. I fell asleep for the rest of the games that day. I just slept on the couch. Oh, I had the yeah. aircon going. I'm like, it's, it's it's nice and cool. And I'm super depressed. I'm just going to lay down. I'm just going to lay down and it'll be okay. <laughs> because if I go to sleep, Cyril might lose. Then <laughs> we can have a draw and I can still have a chance. <laughs> Didn't happen. Uh, so, bottom line, the bet could have not possibly gone worse for Somicron. There re- is not a universe in which it was worse. No, it really couldn't. No, Cyril wins the whole thing. Mario gets 3 0 in the first round. Like, that is just brutal. Yeah. If I was in his shoes, I'd feel really bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, so as the, I mean, we made a bet, and obviously you had to have some kind of a, a winnings from the bet. Otherwise, why bother? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. So, so what we agreed to was that Somicron would sing a Disney princess song of my choosing on the podcast if I won. It's it's true. And Somicron said, okay. We did agree to that. And Somicron didn't put up a fuss. At no point did he say this is unreasonable. So it seems like a fair fair thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. True, true and story. the good news is that uh, Somicron took the whole week off of work. And so he had uh, so much free time to practice singing Let It Go, which I assigned to him 24 hours ago. Exactly. I had the week off. You didn't finish stipulating what you would get if you won until 24 hours ago. I think that's a little unfair. Yeah. 24 hours is so much time. <laughs> it was Disney Princess song. I specified which Disney Princess song. I 24 hours practicing before now. Mulan all week, okay? <laughs> okay, fine. Do you want to sing Mulan? I'm okay with you singing no, Mulan. No, no. You, you told me yesterday you, I couldn't switch or change or pick the song. So, I mean, if you feel more prepared to sing Mulan, I'm okay with it. Let's I, do that, that instead. That, that was a joke. <laughs> I'm not prepared to sing oh, any song. That's what I thought. To be fair, I did give it some practice today. I sung your chosen song, which was Frozen's Let, Let It, it Go. Go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I sung it twice mm-hmm. and my throat hurt. Okay. Bummer. Yeah. So, But I did yeah. record one of those attempts, so I'm just going to tack that on at the end. Uh, really? <laughs> Why not? Can I hear it? I want to hear it. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah. All right. It's awful, but there you go. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that it's awful. Awful doesn't begin to cover it. Oh, really? I mean, you said awful pretty confidently. It, it, it's awful. I, I cannot sing on any level. Yeah, that's kind of one of the reasons that I chose this. It had to be painful. It couldn't be like, I need you to eat a donut, Somicron. If Maru <laughs> loses, a whole donut. That could be bad yeah. if I was, like, swearing off carbs. It could be, but you haven't, so You don't know that. Not. You don't know that. I do, too. 
Bullshit. I do too. You can't swear off carbs and work in a freaking bakery. <laughs> That's the worst idea of all time. Please, even though you don't get, like, you don't inhale carbs just by standing you near. Sure, you absolutely do inhale carbs. Don't give me that. You inhale <laughs> carbs every day. Okay, you might actually be right there. I am right. I'm not inhaling a lot. Okay, that's fine. I'm on. I'm on board with that. I assume you're listening to this. No, I can't hear anything. Oh, I have to press play. Oh, Hold that on. that would be why. It's not a good recording either. I think I flubbed some of the words because I'm not used to the song. Uh huh. Yeah. So I might even We're do nine another seconds take. in and nothing has happened. Oh, all right. I've had I've heard enough for now. I'll listen to the rest later. Oh it, man, I am posting this podcast everywhere, <laughs> all the places. Thanks. It is an all-time great. Thanks. <sighs> Highly enjoyable. So, um, for those of you who couldn't hear that, that's all of you. It is at the end of the podcast, so stick around for that. Yeah, we're almost there anyway. It'll be fun. Yeah, I don't think there's much left to talk about. We talked about the main stuff already. We did. We did. I, don't I mean, we don't care about like Hearthstone or Heroes of the Storm or Overwatch or anything. So, well, okay. So Heroes of the Storm. The only interesting thing that there is to say about that is Ooh. it's getting an original character. Right, it's not going to be from a the char- new character is not from another Blizzard property. That's really weird. What is it? Uh, it's some like teenage vampire looking chick walks around with a coffin mm, on her back. Sure. Wow, that's trying so hard. Okay, well, hmm. I, I don't have much to say on it. It's it's the only original character in a game. Like how? Yep. How that's do you as comment on as it gets? Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. not much more to say. Than that. All right. I do want to say real quick regarding StarCraft Two. Okay. Um, I know the decision that was made about this was a while ago, but the decision to start you with 12 workers at the beginning of the game, I think has really improved the viewing experience for StarCraft. Like, immensely. Mm. Because at this point, like, Cyril's maxed out at 8 minutes. Mm-hmm. Scary. In certain games, he's maxed out at 8 minutes. The Protoss and Terran players aren't that far behind him. You can keep up with that. Mm-hmm. Because you start with so many workers, it snowballs, and it makes the games more interesting faster. Oh, yeah. I've gone back and watched some games where it's like, you guys six workers and nothing happens for the next 10 minutes yeah eight minutes in it's like hey they're taking a third and you're like oh <laughs> i when i was casting heroes of the or heroes, heart of the swarm replays i would fast forward for the first six minutes a lot of the time reason be like nothing is happening mm-hmm. it, it's a hatch first versus of you know one racks expand. We're not going to see anything forever. Mm-hmm. And it was bad. So that was one. I mean, that is probably the best decision that they've made as far as balance and just viewer friendly stuff they've made mm. in StarCraft ever. So yeah. good job by them. That's all. That came up because I saw a list of like news on the BlizzCon website. And it was an article written by somebody who argued that StarCraft was the best uh, spectator sport at BlizzCon. And Ooh, which it is. I think it is. Yeah, it is. And that part of the reason is because they started with the 12 workers and things get going so much faster now. It's great. Yeah. Yep. Can confirm. Good job. Yep. Cool. Was there any ball sports happening anywhere in the country? Obviously not at BlizzCon, but yes. So you, you need to talk about ball sports is what I'm hearing. Uh, there is, this is the ball sport time of the year. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you some time then. You ready? Okay. Right. Um, yes. Pause it up. Show you're ready. No, hold on. Get get your legs up. Okay, ready. All right. Three, Uh two, one, go. NFL season is heating up. We had a pretty good matchup uh, between Kansas City and Cleveland somehow. Cleveland actually stood with, stayed within two touchdowns against Kansas City, who's in first place in their league. 
Uh, other games of note is finally the LA Rams got beat by New Orleans. New Orleans won 45 to 35. Drew Brees looked like an MVP, and we will see if he can keep that up. New England beat Green Bay 31 to 17. Poor Aaron Rodgers. He just doesn't have any help. And in the battle of the two, two of the worst teams in the league, San Francisco versus Oakland, San Francisco came out 34 to 3 and took the victory. And here on Monday Night Football, Tennessee beat Dallas 28 to 14. I'm just wondering how long, how long the coach there, the clapper, as they see as they say, um, is going to be the coach of the Cowboys. And I don't feel like it's going to be very long. Still. There we go. I mean, okay. So I said start, and you you took two seconds. I assume you were like letting the time roll over in Audacity or whatever, so you could count it yourself. And then you finished two nope. seconds early. Sure did. So, okay. I ran out of stuff. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I'm going to start having like one story to talk about rather than just recapping the scores. I'm going to try that. We'll mix it up. Is that what you've been doing? Recapping scores? Uh, Ish. And a little some storyline stuff too. I listen to it every week, but I never realized what it was. If it's just the scores, (laughs) I'm going to cut it. (laughs) That's fantastic. Uh, All right. I think we're done. We are done. So a quick thing, I just want to know, if you're interested in having an ending song to the podcast, because we used to have one, and then we got rid of it, we're kind of trying a new thing. If you miss it, let me know in the comments, um, on this post in Discord, or maybe out on Twitter, wherever it goes, just let us know if you'd like a song, or if you like how it just kind of goes into nothingness, that's cool too. Uh, the Discord server's a good place to hang out and kind of ask us stuff about that as well. So if you're not on the Discord server, just search Falcon, I would say search Falcon Palette in Discord, but apparently that doesn't work. Oh man, do we want to talk about uh, some... Google key search word analytics that I have access to? Sure. Dude, these are great. <laughs> Let me pull these open. Okay. Google search keywords. Let's load that up. Let's go year to date. So our impressions, so number of times people saw a link to the website or the podcast, right? In the last year to date, 21,000 times for, okay. for search words. When people search Falcon Paladin, that counts for six and a half thousand right there. And another okay. 577 if you make Falcon Paladin one word, right? Oh. The next largest impression at 93, right? So it's a quick drop off, uh, is, sure is Paladin's Porn. <laughs> and then they end up at the podcast. That's not what they're looking for. It has a 1.08 conversion click rate as well. So people are like, I'm looking for paladin porn. This looks like what I need. Out of 93 people, that means at least one person clicked, came, like, found the podcast looking for that. Absolutely incredible. And then the next popular search word was paladin's discord servers, plural servers. Mm. Uh, ends up at the podcast. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. And then the next one is the My Hero Academia movie download search. Somehow links to us. <laughs> We do talk about My Hero Academia quite a bit. We had that one episode entirely devoted to the movie. It's true. The next one is David Kim Yoga. Apparently people are searching for that. What? That doesn't make any sense at all. Who's searching for David Kim Yoga? I assume people who heard our podcast and were interested to see if there was David Kim Yoga. Okay. Fair enough. And then the following one after that is Boku no Hero Academia movie download. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, listening to two guys talk about the movie is kind of like just getting the download right a little bit exactly the uh last search key search word uh that actually has a click right is just porn one word (laughs) 
how on earth would you search the word? First of all, who searches the word porn on the internet? I really? don't know. I don't know. And how does how does the podcast show up? Uh, I assume people who frequently Google for the podcast searched that, and because like Google like attuned your search to what it recommends for you, based on your previous searches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all but, right, fine. I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. But apparently our average position in search results for that is 44. So It's mm, respectable. Yep. I mean, if you search for Falcon Paladin, we are around 6 and 7. Whereas I hope the YouTube channels like one? one. It should be, theoretically. Okay. All right. <laughs> yep. Good. Good job, Google. Don't screw that one up. Yep. Uh, so yeah. there, there are a lot of uh, interesting things people are searching for. And they, they, they might see us technically. Like if something's the 78th result on google they're probably not looking at it but no yeah so paladin's porn twitter (laughs) uh empire did nothing wrong (laughs) classic classic meme Uh uh-huh falcon paladin tibia tibia yeah have we ever said the word tibia on the podcast i don't think so i don't think so has my boy ever broken his tibia no Mm -mm. there is a mmorpg called tibia that's a weird name for an mmorpg Mm -hmm. Mm. uh let's see what else do we have here Banshee Moon Patreon Reddit. Banshee Moon. I'm Googling that one. There's something here in Russian. Banshee Moon is a YouTube channel. Oh, interesting. Uh, which is incredibly clickbaity. Oh, okay. Double action boogaloo merch. Nope, that doesn't make any sense. No, it really doesn't. I'm going to search double action boogaloo, though. Go for it. Oh. Double action boogaloo is a sequel to double action, a free stylish multiplayer game about diving, flipping, and sliding your way into action movie mayhem. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Hearthstone porn. A lot of porn. <laughs> Heart? What? Oh, is that not just World of Warcraft porn? That doesn't make any sense at all. Pronounce Paladin. That gets us in the podcast. Okay. That, I mean, that you could learn how to pronounce Paladin by listening to the podcast. It's true. Mm. Paladin of the Last Hour? Googling that one, too. Paladin <laughs> of the Last Hour. Ooh, that auto-completes. Ooh. It is the second segment of the seventh episode from the first season of the television series The Twilight Zone from 1985 to 1986. Okay. Paladin. Oh, wait. Of the Lost Hour. Is it Last Hour or Lost Hour? Uh, Lost. Oh. Google just gave me Last Hour or Lost Hour and was like, this is what you mean. There's not even like a, did you mean to search Last Hour? Hmm. Interesting. Wow. There must be no Last Hour then. Hmm. That's interesting. Dumb. Uh, it me JP Twitter? Nope. nope. Sure. Sure. No. Nope. Why not? Japanese game show porn. <laughs> I almost said, is that a thing? But then I was like, of course, ev- everything in the world is a thing. Falcon, come on. Tibia Falcon Paladin. More Tibia stuff? I don't know. Tibia Falcon Paladin. Hold on. What? So in in Tibia, there's like a, there's a class. Falcon Paladin. Oh my God. <laughs> They're Orders of the Falcon. A once honorable and revered order of knights. They fell victim to a curse centuries ago are now mer- merrily shadows of their former noble selves. The powerful paladins are masters of the bow and crossbow. Their arrows rarely miss. The great thing about this being like a fandom.com forward slash wiki site is yeah. I can edit it to say that the class is named after you. I mean, it is, right? I was first. Was I first? Where's the edit log? Uh, it was created in 2018. I was first. <laughs> Okay, well, that explains it. I'm suing these people. You're not going to sue them. I'm not. Yeah. Okay, so the, the, like, the fandom wiki is first, and then it's your YouTube channel. By golly, it is. I wonder if I'm getting people here. 
like getting people to the YouTube channel because they're fans of Tibia. We what are the what are the other like every now and then we'll have someone turn up in the Discord who's like, this is it. Oh, I wonder if that's what they're looking for. Well, there's Dan Plan. Dan Plan. Does he do any Tibia stuff? I don't know. We're deep in the mystery. Dan Plan Tibia. No, mm. maybe. No, it doesn't look Dan like it. Plan. Does not. But if you search Dan Plan Discord, I was told that like our disc, my Discord server is the third one. Let's have a look. Yeah. Is it? It's not the third one, but it's the um. I think it's this one. So it's like uh one, two, then it's videos, then three, four, five, and then six. Discord server invite. There's no information available for this page. Hmm. But the invite is mine. That's interesting. Hang on, let me double check this. Somebody, I think Weeb did some digging. Um, some digging on this a while ago and had some evidence. Holy crap, it is too. Yep. Yeah, that, so. that straight up links to here. Why? <laughs> That's so interesting. I can see why people show up and are very confused. I mean, yeah, because here's the thing. You search for Dan Plan Discord server. It has two Dan Plan YouTube channels before it. Actually, it's the one YouTube channel and it's about page. And then the first Discord server link is yours. Yeah. What the crap? That explains every Dan Plan person that's ever come in and been like, uh, where am I? That's Some amazing. of them have stuck around, which is fun. They're like, what's a StarCraft? And they're like, we're nice, stay. And they do, yeah. sometimes. We're like, it's a real-time strategy game. They're like, I like those. I'm a gamer and somehow don't know that StarCraft exists. How? I, I didn't know. know StarCraft existed for a while. <sighs> Crazy. Crazy talk. Mm. The Google does some weird and wonderful stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's some other search results here. Uh, Warcraft 2 cinematics. How to pronounce honeypot. Paladin song. <laughs> How to pronounce honeypot? Pop. Honeypop? I don't yeah. know what that is. It's a video game. It's a match three dating sim. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you want about it. It's a good match three game. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for the Falcon. Sure. Yep. I mean, at least Falcon's in that one. Mm-hmm. It's true. Uh, yeah. Hungry Jack's Jedi. go figure all right well cool i think we have i think we have enough time for yeah today. i think we have a podcast done we sure do so yeah we've mentioned this before but check out the merch if you're interested in supporting the podcast you can get hoodies and mugs and all sorts of cool stuff and also consider supporting the pod on patreon it has its own page there it gets you access to let's plays with me and somicron playing stuff like grim dawn mm-hmm. and until next time as always thank you so much for watching and or watching and listening and you take care of yourself Snow glows white on the mountains tonight, not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation, and it looks like I'm the queen. The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside. We wouldn't keep it in, heavens knows I've tried. Don't let them in, don't let them see Be the good girl you always have to be Conceal, don't feel, let them know Allow they know Let it go, let it go You can't hold it back anymore Let it go let it go, let it away and I am the door. I don't care what that they're going to say.
You let the storm rage on. The cold never bothered me anyway. It's funny how some distance makes everything seem small. And fears that once controlled me can't hit me at all. Time to see what I can do Test the limits and break through Right or wrong, no rules for me I'm free Let it go, let it go Down with the wind and sky Let it go, let it go You'll never see me cry here I stand, and here I'll stay. Let the storm rage on. My flower flurries through the air into the ground. Soul is spiraling in frozen fractals all around. With it crystallizes like an icy blast. And never going back. The past is in the past. Let it go, let it go, and rise like the break of dawn. Let go, let it go, the perfect girl is gone. Here I stand in the light of day. Let the storm rage on. Old never bothered me anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're the queen, Somicron. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, this brings me so much happiness.